Friends, if our hearts are united in Christ, our heads don't have to be. So wherever you are this morning, hear these great words of welcome. Grace and peace to you from God and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome home, children of God. Welcome home. Our first praise this morning is all glory, laud, and honor. during the war and they didn't have a whole lot before the war and they certainly didn't have much during the war and they didn't have a whole lot after the war either in fact she had three dresses she had her sunday morning dress and she had her school dress and then she had her dress that she wore every day and that everyday dress was made out of an old flour sack because back then dresses could be made out of flour sacks because flour came in big bags that could be sewn into clothing. So she learned to do a whole lot without having very much. And so we would make newspaper trees when I was a little boy and we wanted something fun to play with. So on this Palm Sunday where we can't really find any palm trees, I thought we would make our own palm fronds. So all you have to do is roll up a piece of newspaper like this I'll give you a link to someone who does it much better than I do. And then you cut your own little branches just like this. So right now we're having to learn to do things a little differently and sometimes to do without certain things that we used to enjoy doing. But it doesn't mean that we can't celebrate and still throw a really nice celebration. And so this is Palm Sunday, where we remember the parade they threw for Jesus and they waved palm branches saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And so not only can you make your own palm frond that maybe looks a little bit better than this, but you can also use it to ensure you have six foot minimum distance between your neighbor. Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. God's goodness for us means we don't need a whole lot or even a big excuse to throw a party for God. Now, the Grahams will give our prayer. God be in my head, God be in my heart, God be on my left, God be on my right. This week's scripture reading is taken from the Gospel of St. Matthew, 
chapter 21, verses 1 to 11. Triumphal Entry And when they drew near to Jerusalem, and came to Bethphage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find an ass tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfil what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on an ass, and on a colt, the foal of an ass. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the ass and the colt and put their garments on them, and he sat thereon. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? And the crowds said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sooner or later, all our parades grind to a halt. Hosanna, Hosanna will quickly shift into the growls of crucify, crucify. That is the hard story of Holy Week. Yet it's not the end of the story of Holy Week. Our most important stories about God, our most important self-disclosures of God remind us that God takes our hardest questions in our deepest pain and meets them head on. That God enters fully into our brokenness and doesn't shy away. Our truest stories about God and our deepest self-disclosures of God and Jesus Christ remind us that we can kill God's love, but we can't keep it dead and buried. And so we can shout this Sunday, Hosanna, Hosanna, precisely because the times around us are difficult. And then our story is a story of resolute hope of a God who takes all of our hate and meets it with love and a God who takes all of our pain and meets it with presence. At the same time, we acknowledge that our hearts can be filled with doubt, but we're taught that the opposite of faith is not doubt. It's certainty. And we can shout Hosanna, Hosanna, because we remember again and again that this is the story of God's love poured out for the world, not a perfect love from human perspectives, but a complete and full love that embraces us and uplifts us and resurrects our hope even when we think it's dead and gone.
We shout Hosanna this week because we remember that violence and hatred is not the end of the story, that the empty tomb is only the beginning of the story for us. So this pandemic edition of Palm Sunday gives us permission to celebrate God's love and God's goodness without letting go of the hard questions of faith. It's okay to ask why. It's okay to ask how long. It's okay to cry out, what next? Resolute hope is our gift in the resurrection, and it is also our assurance. For the time being, our parades have ground to a halt, and we can't throw parties the way that we used to. Yet on Thursday night, windows around Troon were flung open and the doors came wide open, and we heard the sounds of the pipes playing on the streets around us. celebration of those key workers who are giving so much that we might be safe and that as many people as possible around us might also be safe and well around the world. We see video after video of crowds clapping for those nurses as they shift from the front lines to the grocery lines. And we know that they give so much for us. Now, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs differentiates optimism from hope. He says that optimism is the thought that things might just get better. But hope is the belief that things are getting better and will get better because we have a commitment to work hard to make that change happen. Optimism is the thought that things might get better. Hope is the resolute belief that things will get better and the unshakable commitment to work hard to make it happen. Hosanna, Hosanna can flow off of our lips this Sunday. Well, I wouldn't recommend you opening your door and shouting it out the front door. They might just call the police, as I know well. But you might ask yourself as you say, Hosanna, Hosanna, what is God calling you to today? What kind of hope are you being called to? What are the deep questions of your heart? that might find some solace in a resolute hope that refuses to give up? What might you do or not do? What might you bring? Because God has gifted each one of us with the ability to make the world a place more filled with hope. Friends, today we shout Hosanna, Hosanna. Because we are Easter people and we are built for hope. And we will be reminded together this week that although we can kill God's love, we can't keep it dead and buried.
Alleluia. Amen. Loving God, at this time we remember that going up to Jerusalem cost Jesus his very life. So we come before you conscious of the way religious words and holy phrases can slip so easily from our lazy lips and our hardened hearts. What do we really know of your mountainous truth, your rock-hard integrity, the depths of your suffering for love of us all? Forgive us for the shallowness of our faith and the timidity of our following. Forgive us for the ready excuses that we make for going our own way and claiming it as yours. Turn us round again, we pray. By your Holy Spirit, active within us and among us, show us how to be open again to your faithfulness and to your freedom that we may live new lives and be again bearers of the seeds of the kingdom of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so we pray for the queen and her family, for the government here and abroad. And during this difficult time, we remember the hard workers of the NHS, especially those on duty this morning, doctors and nurses, and all those who are putting their safety on the line for others from nursing home carers to grocery store clerks. And we pray for those who are sick and we pray for their friends and family. We remember those who are not strangers to isolation and feel acutely alone during this difficult season. And finally, oh God, we pray for ourselves that we might be through our words and our actions and in this time our inactions, that we might be agents of change and bearers of the grace that you pour out upon the world. So then help us to pray. As Christ Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And so now, friends, go out into the world in peace and have courage. Return no person evil for evil. Rather, strengthen the faint-hearted and support the weak and help the suffering. Honor all people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with us all, now and beyond forever. 
Amen. Thanks for joining us for worship this morning. As you know, Holy Week is coming up, and we wanted to invite you to join us for a couple of special services. On Thursday, we'll celebrate communion together virtually, and on Friday, we'll gather for a service of darkness. Both services being conducted with Portland Parish Church, as both ministers happen to be self-isolating together, collaboration has been very easy. Then on Sunday morning, we'll join together again as Trinold Parish Church as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. We're still ironing the kinks out of this new way of doing worship together, and we want to bring you along with us. So bear with us as we explore and, and tweak and tone and, well, praise God as we are able. Blessings and peace.